We are kicking off our new series, Game of Thrones, and we are looking at the Mad King. So throughout the whole of the Game of Thrones saga, you have this reference to this one king who loses the plot and um, just goes on a rampage, killing and being positioning himself to destroy absolutely everything and everyone, the Mad King. So he was killed. He was betrayed. So... What we're looking at is we're looking at King Saul. Now, King Saul starts off as this amazing, wonderful, fantastic king. He is someone who God blesses, someone who God kind of picks, not really. Because what happens is, you see, you had the judges, and the judges were running the nation, and the judges were used by God, and the judges were picked directly by God to run the nation. And things have been up and down, a bit sketchy, but overall, there have been some good judges, some bad judges. They get removed when things aren't too hot. But what had happened was there was this, 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 this prophet who was in charge, Eli. Now, Eli had some dodgy sons, and they were doing loads of disgusting, despicable things. And that caused, I, I think, the, the beginning of the end of the judges, because they were like sleeping with people at the, outside the tent of meeting, the girls that served there. Um, they were doing that kind of stuff. They were robbing the people blind of their offerings and the food. They weren't nice guys, and people were pretty hacked off and pretty fed up with their whole contribution to their society, and so they were pretty much done with the judges. They would see the surrounding nations, and they had kings, but then it came about that Eli's kids would no longer be able to be positioned to be judges, and so God brought up Samuel. So Samuel, the whole story of his birth, miraculous, fantastic, grows up in the temple under Eli, amazing man of God, fantastic, brilliant, wonderful person. But his sons also don't do too good a job of representing. They do not rep for the right team. They're, they're kind of on it, but they're, they're not too serious either. And they're not great. And the people kind of get fed up. And one day they're like, hey, Samuel, we're done with this. Like, could you just get for us a king? We need a king. They don't want them. And so Samuel feels totally and utterly rejected and downcast about this. And he's really, really not happy with what's going on. And, and he feels like they're rejecting him and God is like it's me they're rejecting Samuel it's not you it's me they're rejecting me why are you downbeat about this give them a king like they ask God gives the people what they ask he gives them a king so Samuel gives them a king Samuel is led and guided by God to pick Saul And Saul is a man who's head and shoulders above all the rest of his people. Really good looking guy. But he's also crazy humble for everything that he has going on. He is a humble guy. He's a humble dude. And he is just amazing. And he gets used by God in the beginning in such a wonderful way. But Samuel keeps on calling Saul a prince. He doesn't call him king. He keeps calling him prince. Even when he is king, he keeps calling him prince. He wants Saul to keep at the forefront of his mind that God is on the throne. That actually Game of Thrones in the Bible isn't about you clamoring for the throne. It's about you serving the people and the purposes of God, not just in a nation, but for the nations, because the nation of Israel were blessed to be a blessing. And so you have to keep in perspective that it's not about you, that you're not on this throne for your own gain, but you're on this throne for the king of the kings. And that's who you're repping. That's your ends. That's what you're repping. And so he keeps calling Saul prince, even when he's king. 
maybe that's something we need to bear in mind for ourselves. That actually maybe there's a safety catch in life that even when you're the boss, man, I see so many like people running churches nowadays. Like I'm pastor of City Hill, but I see guys and everyone's an apostle. Everyone's a bishop. Everyone's got to be bigger than, 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 than that. And it's crazy. People are bashing around this apostle thing. And it's always guys that are kind of like a really big deal. And it's, it's crazy because apostle means like, it's like, it's a sent one. It's like an errand boy. Um, and these guys are rolling around not realizing that the apostles were God's errand boys that he sent. And they, and they, they knew the authority of what they had, but they, they, didn't, they didn't quite bounce around like that. And what I love about Saul is a prince is a big deal, but a prince has to hold himself in check because they're not the king. They're not the queen. They're not running it. They're just behind, but they're important. And so even though Saul is in this position, he's a prince. And guys, I want to encourage everyone listening to this to hold yourself in check. Keep yourself back from what you actually maybe are in role and entitled. That the title and the role doesn't own you and lead you and take ownership and hold you captive, but that you take the responsibility, but you don't get carried away. So God in his infinite wisdom brings things kind of full, full circle. Um, the judges ruled Israel. Samuel was a prophet. He was in charge, but the people wanted a king. The nations up until that point, the leader had been chosen by God. But the people people wanted for was popular around them because of the nations and their influence on them. How often do we allow the influence of what's around us to determine what we think is best for our future rather than allowing what God has for us to determine our future? That's a huge thing we need to be aware of and need to keep at the forefront as well. It's not what's around you that you want to determine your future. You want to surrender your future to God and allow that to be the bigger influence than just culture around you. Um, and, and and you know what? For for them, it seems a, a step forwards, but in fact, it's a huge step backwards in some senses and one they would face and pay the price for over a long course of time what is astounding is how god in his infinite wisdom brings it full circle so it's all about them wanting the king but god picks the king just like he picks the judges um eli was a great judge but his kids they they they, they took the mick they stole from the people all that kind of stuff it was all so messed up and um that was the start of the end of the judges uh, and saul was doing his thing and he did a decent enough job but you see with saul he has some great moments early early on and some heroic battles and some real humility on display but where it all went wrong for Saul was exactly the reason why Samuel kept on calling him prince he kept on calling him prince because he needed him to keep himself humble and realize that God is on the throne that God is king that God is sovereign and that Saul is not king Saul is not sovereign and that God stays on the throne but he lost this lesson because what happened was they were waiting for battle to go and fight their enemies but but Saul got carried away and was waiting on the prophet to come and do the offering so that they could kind of have their favor and their connection with God and know that things were right with God before they went to do such an important thing as as to fight their enemy and Saul likes man this guy's taking some time ah what the heck I'm king he goes and he takes and makes the offering and that was the moment where Saul stepped out from this humble great king that was killing it to becoming the mad king guys that's all it takes you want to become the mad king it's so simple 
it just takes pride and allowing pride to rule and overthrow you and that pride takes the throne instead of humility which is understanding your correct position knowing where God is and his position and his authority humility I guess today gets bashed around in so many weird ways it's self-deprecating that people um, bash themselves up and things like that that's never been what humility is humility is knowing who God is and his position and knowing your position in relation to that that's humility like when guys, cats go like, uh, I've been preaching and, and they get off the stage. Someone says, that was amazing, pastor. And they're like, no, no, it wasn't me. It was Jesus. Like, that's not humility. That's just a, I don't know what the heck that is. It's a weird thing. People end up taking pride in speaking in ways that are humble. No, that was you up there. If it had been Jesus, I guarantee that sermon would have been way better. No matter how sick you think you smashed it. So we have all this kind of weird stuff in our culture and actually it's the same thing as what happened with Saul. And so in that moment when he takes that offering, he's, real, he's placing himself on the throne and you're a prince, Saul. What are you doing? God is the king of kings and the lord of lords. Yeah, that's it, Eden. God is the king. Saul, what are you doing, boy? Step off that throne. And so that's where it all goes wrong and he becomes the mad king. And then God ends up picking a king after his own heart in David. And Saul becomes more and more like the mad king. He becomes a guy that is so, uh, he's, he's always just obsessive. And the way that he treats David and the way that he tries to, to kill him and all that stuff. It all comes from that place of pride. And that's what brings him to be the mad king. So what I want to encourage you with is to hold yourself in check. Maybe you need to be a prince and not a king in your life. Maybe you need to put God back on the throne and have a little time of going, hey, God, you take the throne, you take the wheel. I'm going to step back. And maybe it's time of self-evaluation. That isn't something that just happens for people in a ministry position. This is something that happens in the family home. This is something that happens in the business. This is something that happens uh, where you work. This is something that happens in your friendship circles, in your communities, where we don't allow God to take his leadership position and we stifle it with our own foolishness and we slowly become the mad king and then we end up doing all sorts of crazy foolish things may you be blessed guys it's game of thrones don't chase the throne chase god and chase putting him on the throne of your life peace and blessings and love